six demon bag. Terrific, a six demon bag. Sensational. What's in it, Egg? Wind, fire, all that kind of thing. Welcome to the Six Demon Bag Podcast, where we pull random topics related to writing, comics, movies, all that kind of thing. Hey guys, this is Ed. I write various fictions, horror, science fiction. I'm Jeff. I write science fiction and horror. I'm Drew. I'm a gamer and anime fan. Hi, my name's Ryan. This is Ryan, and I fancy myself a maker. Acronym game. MOP. M-O-P. Mothers of Piranhas. Pirates. Made of pork. Multi-operational perdition. (laughs) Method of procedure. Method of procedure. But is that the actual acronym? Yes. So we're inventing our own acronym. Yeah, that's no fun. Oh, never mind. Oh, (laughs) inventing them? I I, I thought you said take an existing one and then just... Try to figure out what it is. Like, come uh, up with something for musty it. Musty old penis. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Go. Very good. Very it's pretty good. good. <laughs> All right. Ryan. Word. W-O-R-D. With... Hmm, let me think. Withered old <laughs> Republican... Dicks. Dick. <laughs> oh, man. Swish. Yeah, I can't, I can't top that. Ready Player One Star Wars Cantina? What's that? We never... Oh, that was the thing that we did that we, I guess, wanted to talk about. Well, what is it? Remember the thing we went to in Hollywood? <laughs> you were there. And we went to the Star Wars Cantina? <laughs> oh, oh, that. <laughs> you just talk about the whole night? Just talking about I mean, the night, I guess. Up to my, yeah, like... Did we talk about it? We never talked about it, but sadly, we didn't sit down to record... Yeah, for while, while it was still fresh oh, in our minds, yeah, right. and I'm I'm yeah. afraid it's kind my of subterranean. I, mean, I feel like I pretty much subterranean homeless man, old man like assault thing is still. It's fresh better. In my mind. I know we posted ages. pictures on our Instagram of, of like us sure in the did. DeLorean, and after we found our keys, and went through that really trippy hallway yeah, with the Doctor lights. Who hallway. And then how we went to the Star Wars Cantina and got our like blue, blue milk. And have you been? Have you been? Did no. you just say that? I did. Why? why <laughs> Why would I do that? You got a boss shirt cool. on. That's we why. We should go. We should go soon. Wait, it's like a permanent installation. It's yeah, permanent it's on Hollywood. Yeah. I'm kind of worried that uh, a guy with an ass face will start a fight with me. I wanted to do an <laughs> ass face cosplay and go back to <laughs> well, the Star Wars game. Go pick fights, surly. <laughs> now one guy's a doctor. What is he? A doctor? Doctor Evazan. He was a cybernetic ass faceiness. Yeah. Um, Wall aesthetics. Uh well I, the thing I remember most about that night was going home. You guys dropped me off and I was ready to go home. I'm, I only live like twenty minutes or <laughs> ten minutes stories. away. It's kind of a hobo story, but I, the guy's not a hobo. I don't even think he was homeless. I went downstairs. Um, it started raining, so I go to the train, and as I'm passing, it was like one in the morning or something. Yeah. When I was passing this uh, old man who had a was I don't know, like one of those cart things that you use as a walker almost he's got shit piled in it but it's also a walker he had all this stuff hanging off it he had a walkman or something hanging out of it i say walkman but you know whatever the the headphone fell off and was dragging and i like stooped really fast to pick it up for him and he staggered back surprised like 
thought I was going to do something to him, I guess, collapsed flat out on the ground on his yeah. back. So, like, I was like, shit. And I heard the train, like, rumbling by and everything. So I stooped down to, pick, like, help him up, and I had to drag him to the uh, side of the wall and then kind of inch him up. And uh, so I finally got him back on his feet. I got him his headphones. I was apologizing and all this. And, you know, sorry for startling him and all this. And so he goes his way. I go mine. And mine is the trains have stopped running because that was the last fucking train. <laughs> so I go back upstairs, pull out my phone to call you guys because I'm like, okay, five minutes have passed. Maybe you haven't got on the expressway yet. Maybe you're just getting in your cars. My phone dies as soon as I pull it out. So then I had to walk uh, for about a half hour, 20 minutes up Hollywood Boulevard at 2 in the morning in the rain looking for something, some way to get home. I finally found a cab stand. How romantic. Yeah, it was romantic. To really quickly set the stage for that, we did a Ready Player One Dimensional experience in Hollywood where we we had to search through the oasis and find stuff, which is really fun. And then we went to the Star Wars Cantina, and then we dropped Ed off at the train station. And Where almost never saw him again. Tried to kill an old man. <laughs> That's what I thought that you were going to say. He had a heart attack and he just propped up his dead body against the wall and walked away. Gumpy <laughs> down out style. of there. No. Wait a minute. I can use this. <laughs> no. What's Exquisite Corpse? I pulled that. That's where we all tell game. a story around the circle. Let's do it. Let's do it. Want to do that? Yes. Sure. Uh, well, one evening on Hollywood Boulevard, Ryan, a man was pushing a cart. <laughs> Drew, what? Continue the sentence. <laughs> one evening on Hollywood Boulevard, a man was pushing a cart. Yep. Looking like he was up to villainry. It was there, in the dead of night. That he made a shocking discovery. Inside his cart were the arms, legs, torso, head, internal organs, all intact, of another dwarf. Another dwarf? (laughs) (laughs) Of a dwarf. (laughs) Or a little person. No, an actual dwarf from a fantasy. Uh, Okay. Um... Sorry, I ruined it. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Uh, uh, As the man shuffled through his dwarf parts, uh, the uh, sound of boots resounded on the stairs. Uh, If you missed it, the dwarf was all intact. Oh, sorry. I fucked it up. The dwarf (laughs) said to the man, Orcs, we must flee. In a dwarf voice. Orcs, very dangerous. I flee from no orcs, said the man pushing the cart. The orcs spread out and closed in on the man, the cart, and the dwarf, like some great multicellular organism about to feast. The dwarf said, Got any good ideas? To the man pushing the cart. Just one, said the old man, pushing the cart, and drew forth the dwarf, whipping him about his body in a circular fashion to ward off the oncoming hordes of (laughs) menacing figures. The dwarf said, 
nobody tosses a dwarf. <laughs> and Peter Jackson on the sidelines burst into applause. <laughs> With his spudgy little hands. <laughs> Ignoring the dwarf, the man wielded him as if he was just an extension of his own, like a finely crafted katana, bashing the orcs upside their heads. The orcs fell back and retreated, but in the silence that followed, the old man collapsed like an old man startled by Ed. <laughs> by an <Erdelac. laughs> Come on, I'm a metaphor now. <laughs> oh no, I'm terribly sorry, the dwarf said as he dragged the, the old man across the floor inexplicably. This is becoming Art Imitates Life. <laughs> He asked me to drag him to the wall. Sure. Is that what the old man he was said? Asking he instructed for me to drag him to the wall. He didn't want me to try Please to lift him. drag me bodily across the floor and, and up said, the wall. He said, get me to the wall. And I was like, okay. Not by the ankles. This has devolved into mocking me. Yes. And storytelling. Yeah. What Can happened? Finish it. He you dragged him across the floor. Ed's old man challenge. I got nothing there. And drag him across the floor. and Something... Tinkled out of the dwarf's jacket. No, the old man's jacket. Tinkling out of the old man's uh, coat came his uh, subway tokens and a variety of Halloween candy. The dwarf. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Ryan. The dwarf scooped up the candy saying, I can add this to my fortress of candy. The old man... Dropped to his knees, looking at the sky, saying, I'm finally ready. Ready player one, that is. And they all ate candy and lived happily ever after in boredom. Till they choked on the subway tokens. (laughs) The end. And that's why there are no female dwarves. (laughs) (laughs) Or round robins that are any good. Telepathy or astral projection? Oh, can you travel anywhere in the universe with astral projection? Because I say astral projection all day. That's kind of cool. Yes, but it would take you some amount of time. My one superhero wish is to just be the Silver Surfer or like uh, the, uh, what's that guy from Watchmen? Mr. Oxygen. Dr. Manhattan. Thank you. I was close. But you Those guys are lonely and depressed. Because, yeah, you wouldn't actually be yeah, there. Silver Surfer makes friends everywhere, though, especially lady friends. But you wouldn't, you just... Astral projection is different. Yeah. But at least you could see it. Yeah, still... you can't interact with anything. Yeah. You're astral projecting. But you get all the knowledge of the universe. I feel like that could come in handy when you're mm. playing the lottery. If you go across the universe and find out something, you come back to Earth, everybody's going to be like, so what? <laughs> it's across the universe. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to take a picture. No one would believe you. Yeah. Or like, well, it's who cares at that point? Oh, man, you can literally see all the wonders of the universe. You're like Doctor Faust over here. You don't care. You just want the. I don't know. I don't. I. I astral projection's cool. Telepathy. Also, astral projection. Astral projection room. is. A, I also also what? Locker room. Locker room. Yeah, I think in that case I might go with astral projection because there's a loftier. Because you can still secretly yeah. learn stuff. You could still secretly learn but things. But you won't be violated by people's horrible innermost thoughts. Uh-huh. Unless good. you can or astral so project into their brains. 
Yeah, can you take people over when you ask for protect? Can no. You... Oh, okay then. Super breath. <laughs> <laughs> and the winner is Lamest Super power breath. ever. The blowhard. The mighty blowhard. Do you want to talk about 24-hour comic day at all, or is it too boring? Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. Uh, so there's a thing called 24-hour comic book day that has since spread to film festivals and, and things you know, just about every medium you can imagine plays. 24 hour film festival. Stuff like that. <laughs> but the idea is that you have 24 hours from start to finish to completely create a comic book. And ideally it should be a new idea, not something that you've outlined and, you know, thought about all year long. Um, so Ed and I tried it once. Um, and I broke the rules. I, th- I was thinking about something. You were the thinking day. about your. Was that after we did it? That was Mer- no. That was uh, Mercaba Rider. Yeah, I was thinking about Mercaba Rider, and, and I like first you drew like a up like a page for Mercaba Rider it was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And then, but it was a bust because yeah. like we just did it for like a few hours. Yeah. And then Ryan, who's my rider die homie, who's down to try any crazy old thing, was like, "Yeah, I'll stay up for twenty four hours," but. Ryan is also a skilled illustrator and just knocked out a comic book. And I'm like, I'm going to make a photo comic. Yeah, really and, elaborate. Yeah, so I made like this really elaborate, half drawn, half photo composition, mm-hmm. uh, half collage thing. Um, but, Ryan, what are your memories of 24 Hour Comic uh, Book? My memories are well, first of all, my illustrations getting progressively worse. As the 24 hours went on. So, like, I started working pretty hard. Oh, yeah. The only rule is you can't use the bathroom. (laughs) Became (laughs) very sketchy towards the end. I still have the comic somewhere. The advent? Uh, The advent was going to be... No. Yeah. So, I had to come up with an idea at first, but then that was against the rules. And I still haven't written my guy who can communicate with fairies idea, who's a changeling. (laughs) Actually, I was going to write a story about a changeling. And I started doing all this research about Irish myth and stuff. Before it was like the most popular thing in the world. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Maybe I made that up. But And then I realized, oh, I've already broken the rules kind of. So I can't do any of that. But then I had like actually temped that day on someone's like office. Mm-hmm. Where I had to like roll calls and answer phones and just like stare at the wall for eight, six hours. And I got pulled over that day by a policeman because I went straight out of a left turn lane. Sir, do you know it's 24-hour comic book day? Even though <laughs> I've seen a zillion people. Every time I see someone do that now, and I got a $187 ticket, Oof. and I see people do that all the time. My car was totaled by a person who did that to me. So Oof. Well, I waited you. until everybody was well gone, but I think that cop knew exactly what I was doing. Anyway, because mm. I was late for work, and I was about to get on the highway, and I couldn't. I didn't want to do it. Mm. But So then I was like, oh, fuck it. I'll just base my comic on my day temping. <laughs> and I was going to call it The Adventures of Temp. But when I first drew the first cover page, I drew it too big. So it became The Advent. Because <laughs> you only then, got to... Ad- I only got to Advent before I ran out Avengers. of space. And then I thought, ooh, The Advent. That's a good title. <laughs> but then I couldn't think of a story <laughs> to go with it. So I still haven't written The Advent or my Changeling story. But you did write a cute little comic about a guy temping. About, about a guy being just miserable temping. Uh, so I just remember, yeah, sitting in the kitchen, drawing... And just being like progressively sketchier and progressively more miserable, taping all the pages up on the wall, and 
at some point going over to Benito's to get some burritos because they were 24 hours oh, in those days. That was which they are, they are not no longer. Anymore? Really? They close you know, at one hour or something? Something like that. I don't know what happened, but too many nerds yeah, coming in. Too many, too many comic, comic nerds. nerds. Yeah. yeah. They probably um, got ripped off a bunch of times, honestly, because it was a little sketchier area back then. Are you guys? Uh, do they still? They still do that every year? Or? I have no idea. Yeah, uh, kind of yes. curious to do that again. They, they, they still do it, but you can do it over any twenty-four hour. Sure. Period. Yeah. The time is just the, the idea is just to uh, impose an artificial deadline, kind of like um, Nano Rimo, whatever. Nano Rimo, National Novel Writing Month. Write a novel just in a month in November to I think? impose something strict with the deadline. Um, to force you to work harder than you think you can work. Mm-hmm. But it is still so difficult to have because it's not like you have 24 hours to write a book ab- about blank. It's like write anything. So it's that thing of, well, okay, I can literally write about anything. It's too difficult to come up with something yeah. when the whole world is at, you know, is well, open to you. That's why you can do things like um, random idea generators. Or, yeah. You know, you f- open a book put your finger down whatever it is like the advent oh the advent yeah and that's what you got to write about well that's what happens when you stick your finger in an advent calendar you're not going to get much <laughs> why do i always keep them all year <laughs> that's true yeah i did this surreal thing about this uh guy who finds out he has a brain tumor and he's going to die but he doesn't believe in an afterlife but he's always loved uh dreams mm-hmm. and he's always hated waking up and the brain tumor is preventing him from dreaming. And so he tries all like LSD and, you know, giant magnets and med- transcendental meditation and all kinds of stuff to try to get back to his own personal heaven, mm-hmm. which is like this elaborate dreamscape he had. And yeah, I, I illustrated some of it in pen. Some of it was like these weird trippy collages cut out from magazines. Um, mm-hmm. And then I was taking cameras with like my OG flip, camera flip phone but then i had to like email them to myself and then try to download them and get them into my computer get them into photoshop <laughs> too much. and uh ryan's internet went out <laughs> oh i don't uh, remember that uh, it was yeah technical difficulties swamped it we had dsl in those days too mm-hmm. and i never yeah i never finished yeah and then i remember submitting and just never hearing anything about it ever again. Like, whether win, whether lose. I don't even know if there is a win or lose. What do you sub- submit to I win? I you, like, send your Th- There's you send a site where everyone in. uploads their stuff. Oh, okay. And I think Jeff made me about, like, 12 copies of the book, which eventually I think I threw away all but one because I was like, oof, this is taking up all the space in my shelf. Good times. Yeah. It was kind of good. And I'm sure we were just, like... I was so fried the next day. Oh, yeah. I do not do well on... Lack of sleep. I don't think I had. How long did you guys day, work? God. Did you do the whole twenty-four? Oh, fucking yeah, we were up. I was up for twenty-four hours. At least, yeah. Ryan was getting sleepy, but also Ryan finished his in like a couple hours. Oh mm. no, no, and no! It was a, it was a, a lot of the you, night. I took you, a lot of the night. You did, but you finished way before me. Hmm. And uh, yeah, I was just like, well, yeah, because slowly you, losing my mind in your kitchen, <laughs> yeah. trying to getting angrier and angrier at your yeah. story. Ugh. The only ever time I've done a binge like all night in my final year of college for writing class, uh, like I think our final assignment was like write uh write for twenty four hours. Well, no, it was like write. I think it was maybe write the first twenty two pages of a script or something. So I decided I would write a pilot, and then I just I must have I was either too busy or too lazy, and I just wrote it all. I I was like, eh, 
I'll just pull an all-nighter. Like in college, you know, you could pull all-nighters. I don't know if you guys ever did that, but... Oh, God, like, all the eh, time. I'll just pull an all-nighter. No big deal. And you're like a little bit fried the next day, but you're, you know, it's college, you're fine. It's kind of fun, almost like an adventure. Yeah. Mm. An advent. An advent, if you will. <laughs> so I did. I stayed up all night. I don't... I think I stayed up all night. Well, I guess when I fly home, I usually stay up all night, and, and it's the worst thing I can possibly imagine. Mm-hmm. Now, I would never like voluntarily pull an all-nighter ever again. But I finished the script, and the teacher goes, eh, for all I know, you could have written this in one day. <laughs> and I was like, well... <laughs> Find us at sixdemonbagpodcast.com, sixdemonbagpodcast at gmail, Facebook, and Instagram, and on Twitter at sixdemonpodcast. Special thanks to Colleen Green for the use of her song, Why Do You Call Me, off the Green One album. This is Ed. If you want to find more about me, uh, you can look at my blog, emurtelec.wordpress.com, Delirium Tremens, or uh, Facebook. I'm there all the time. This is Jeff. You can find more at Carter Wrote It on Facebook and Twitter. This is Drew. You can find me on Twitter at GenFactor. You can find me, Ryan, on YouTube at 20th Century RG with the number 20. (laughs) 